Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. Hey, Harrison County. I'm Elma Ramos. And I'm Graylin Porter. And you're listening to the Blue Dot Podcast. Hello, Harrison County, and welcome to episode 31 of the Blue Dot. Um, today's going to be a little bit of a short episode. Uh, we have our a quarterly roundup, which is going to be for members only. Mm-hmm. So we'll just we're going to leave you with the news first. Yes, behind the paywall. Yeah. So we're sitting here with Leah Porter. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yes, it's good to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Yes. <laughs> So we, we did decide to change the format a little bit of our quarterly roundup, right? Mm-hmm. It's so going to be a little bit more open-ended this time. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep it more of a conversation. But uh, mm-hmm. again, it's on the paid wall, so you'll have mm-hmm. to uh, become, become a member. A member. Yes, and members will get a special link to yes. the episode emailed yeah. out to them. And side note, members also get uh, merch. So yes. there's there's a lot of perks to being, and also you'll be notified to uh, yes. first for anything that's happening, any emails that we yes. send out. Yes, you'll get this uh, episode, I think on Friday versus Sunday, your, your special episode, but you normally get all of our updates a few days before exactly. the rest of the mailing list. But yeah, so what are we discussing today, Graylin? <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about the primary election on May 3rd. It's that time again. It's the most wonderful time That's of the year. That's kind of what, what, what got us going with this podcast thing. It's just like right after an election, just like elections is what makes episode. things move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had Richard on to talk about uh, the aftermath of the 2020 election. And uh, so here we are. Um, there's uh, the Indiana primaries on May 3rd. And uh, mom, you had a great idea to talk about what a primary is and why we have them. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd love to know myself really clearly. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I mean, I do, but I'm not sure it's common knowledge out there. Yeah, right. I, I would love to hear this story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why is it important? Why I can't does it tell matter? you exactly why it, we have them and why it started. I just know that we have them. I mean, we have them. So, so people don't vote in the primary. I mean, the turnout is incredibly low in Indiana. And I think this time it's going to be absolutely in the toilet. Really? Because I I feel like people are more aware at this time of politics and what's happening. You don't think that the numbers are going to be a little higher or maybe it's just because I'm more involved than I feel like. (laughs) uh, I, I think it's going to be really bad. Um, But, but, you know, if it's I don't know, that's a good question. If it's going to be worse than before Trump, because it engaged so many people, I I, that's a good point. I don't know if it will be as bad as maybe before Trump, Um, because, you know, I popped into the clerk's office and they were fairly down in the mouth about the mm -hmm. turnout so far on early voting. Yeah. yeah, this kind of kind of quality, which is, hmm. you know, not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got two problems, um, you know, on the Dem side of things. So so in the primary, you and a lot of people don't realize this in Indiana. It's not like this in every state, but in Indiana, the primary that you vote in, if you vote in the Republican primary or the Democratic primary, you have to choose one. That's what labels you a Democrat or a Republican. 
That's the only thing that labels you that way. You don't register to vote in the party, um, like a lot of places. So if you decide to, for instance, in 2018, we had that really um, pop, you know, really, really uh, high profile race for sheriff. I don't mm-hmm. know if you were here, the Elmer, I think you were. I, I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had Steve Priest running against Nick Smith for sheriff mm-hmm. in the Republican primary. And lots and lots and lots of Democrats went and voted in the Republican primary to vote for Steve Priest. And unfortunately, that has messed up the data in Harrison County because it looks like we have a ton more Republicans than we actually do. We have a lot of them. Yeah, uh, we do have a lot. I did of them. not know that. That um, was a revelation to me. Yes. So as someone who is the chair of the party and has the software to be able to run reports of people, they're very unreliable because um, a lot of Democrats voted Republican in, in that election. So so if you are a Democrat out there listening to this and you have been getting lots of Republican mailers lately and calls and you voted for Steve Priest, that is why. That is why mm. you're getting those. Oh, because okay. because th- that is what is labeling you a Republican, possibly on all these uh, lists that people who run campaigns are running and mailing stuff to. So, you know, that's something to really think about before you do that. If there's a race, because here in Harrison County, the real races right now are in the primary amongst the Republicans. That's the real races because we're pretty they're sure contested. that. Dem- yeah, they're contesting. Right. Yeah. Okay. And we're pretty sure that, you know, a Democrat is very unlikely to beat a Republican in the general. So the real race is happening in the primary. And so a lot of Democrats want to say in who their elected officials are, and they think, well, I'll vote in the Republican primary, but they don't realize that that's going to label you a Republican for the rest of your, you know, political life or voting life. Until you maybe next primary vote Democrat again. But you're always going to have that, that you voted in a Republican. So people are going to think, oh, you, you swing both ways, so okay. we can get you, you know, and so right. you're always going to get that mail. Okay, good to know. Yeah. You know, I've gotten uh, v- Republican mail, but I don't think I've ever voted. So and that's, and that's because that's because you're new to the area and we don't oh. have enough data on you. Uh, try to so, say me. Okay. Yeah. So they don't really know who <laughs> what you are. I should uh, put a sticker on my mailbox that says blue dot. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And if you like, for instance, um, I'm a likely Democrat in the software. I'm labeled a likely. Why? Because I haven't voted. You're the most times. hardcore uh, <laughs> Democrat I know. Yeah. I, they, I haven't voted enough times. Like mom is a strong D, strong Democrat, yeah. because she has voted so many times and okay. has that history behind so is her. that in the van that voting? It's called the van. That's the Democrats okay. version. All right. Of oh, the software. So there's two different versions. Yes. Really? I think hmm. so. Pretty sure. Okay. I honestly don't know what the Republicans are using. They may use the van, but I I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> maybe okay. we should ask. Yeah. Maybe we should have Scott on to talk about yeah. their process. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so yeah, so let's uh let's talk a little bit about what, what we've got coming up. Um, because there are some interesting things happening locally, uh, and just stop me if I'm talking too much. Oh no, I'm I'm learning. Okay, okay. so we have um, 
the primary is on May 3rd. And uh, locally here to Harrison County, we have a lot of Republicans kind of challenging others to get into the spots. Like oh, other yeah. Republicans. Other Republicans challenging yeah. current Republicans to yeah. get, yeah, to get elected. So is this typical? Very typical. Yeah. Very typical. If you've got one party that is like dominant, because when that happens, they start to eat each other alive. And that's what, you know, happened in the, on the Democrat side. Now it's happening on the Republican side. And, and what so, are they upset about it? Can you, is there any specific same thing that Democrats struggle with? I mean, just differences on what the party, the direction the party should go. And right now the Republicans are Trumpers and then old school Republicans like to not mm. to throw his name out there, but Steve Priest, you know, that, that was the, the dynamic in that elect in that election. You have so you know, doing what the national stage is it's doing. A, it's the same exact thing. Okay. Yeah. It, it's just all turtles all the way down. I mean, it's it's okay. the same thing all the way down. And so in uh the commissioner district um three, uh, which is the southern part of the county, uh we only have the one race that's up in 2018, and that is uh Jim High Kemper is currently the commissioner there, has been for a while. Um and he's being challenged by Brad Wiseman, who is currently a county councilman in that district. So that opens up the county council seat to new people as well. Now, is that a step sideways? Lateral? Step up. up. It's a step up. Step okay. up. So commissioners are the people who actually make the decisions. And then the county council are the people that allocate the money to fund those decisions. Okay. It seems to me allocate the money is more powerful. But that, but that's why, it, see, yeah, it, it, it should be. But our our local government is set up so poorly that it, it they have no real power. The commissioners make all the decisions and then just send those decisions onto the council for the council to say yes or no to. But so that's the, count, the power, power But, lies, but right? if they say no, it just goes nowhere. Whereas they aren't allowed to make any initiatives that they would like to say yes to. So no oh. matter what, they okay. have to take whatever the commissioners want. They uh -huh. aren't allowed to say, well, we don't want to spend the money on that. We'd rather spend it on this. They can only say no or yes. Sure. Okay. So like over and over, the commissioners just keep sending more and more, um, you know, road projects, building projects over and over and over, because that's what these three commissioners care about is roads and buildings. So there's three commissioners. Charlie, Cro um, Charlie Crawford. Yes, Charlie Crawford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim Heikipper and Nelson Steeper. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're all from north, middle, south of the county. Yeah, the county split into three districts, south, okay. kind of northeast and northwest. Now, is Holly part of District 3? Holly Kastetter is a county council person for District 3, but which has been recently kind of broken up. So that's another thing is the commissioners, not only do they decide what projects they're going to, you know, and, and big initiatives they're going to take on for the county, they also determine the voting lines. So the precincts for all of us, um, the lines for county council and the lines for commissioner. So they drew new lines this year and they basically, it's so funny to me that they're gerrymandering Harrison County 
Like that's how far it is goes this all what the way happened down. to you when you were yes. running and they like yeah. curved it around you? Yeah. So <laughs> so basically they they broke up downtown Corydon. So they they put all of downtown Corydon, which is you know the liberal uh, metro, really? the hub, okay. the liberal yeah, yeah, hub yeah, of Harrison the, County, the coastal elites, uh, urban elites yeah. of uh, downtown Corydon. They put downtown Corydon in the entire southern half of the county. So now we are with. Laconia, Elizabeth. I mean, literally the entire half of the county the, the good old and rural. downtown Corydon. <laughs> so I have to run for that. If I run for county council again this year in the general, I have to run for county council district four instead of district three, which was Holly Castetter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how does Brad Wiseman leaving the council affect? Exactly. So okay. he is leaving District 4, which is that southern half, plus Corydon. And he, so there's no one there. So there's two guys running for that. Um, Jake Blackman and Scott Jones. I do not know either of them. What if he loses, Brad Wiseman loses? Then he's just out of a job. Okay. He can't retract. So no. those two guys are mm-hmm. new? They're new. There's They're no new. information on them. There was an article in the um, Democrat this week um, interviewing them and their answers to, they asked them the same two questions. Why do you believe, what do you believe that the top two projects the county council needs to focus on are and why are you running? And their answers were fairly reasonable. They just, uh, they want to work more as a team with the commissioners and they want to use the riverboat funding responsibly, you know, same kind of Mm -hmm. thing they always say. Okay. The team idea seems fitting. I mean, it's the little bit that I've observed. They don't work together. Yeah. Jake Blackman said, um, I want to make sure we make smart decisions with our money, especially the riverboat money. Um, Second, I want to make sure the council works well as a team with the rest of county government, including the commissioners. Okay. Well, that's I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, you know, that's what's happening there. Um, as far as the, the commissioner race and Brad Wiseman running against Jim Highkemper, I'm not sure what'll happen there. I've seen a lot of Brad Wiseman signs already. Me too. Yeah. Um, um, are people, what's, is Jim Highkemper one of the humpers or is he more of a moderate? I, I honestly don't know. I'd, I'd assume he's a Trumper, but I don't want to make assumptions. What are they working on there? I mean, as far as I, you know, the rumor mill is that that Scott wants Brad to be a commissioner. Scott's the oh, chair. Of the it's a party thing. But I mean, yeah. that's just, a, you know, what the rumor is on the street. It may not even be true. Right. Okay. So, okay. you know, I who knows? <laughs> that's true Uh, yeah uh i i think brad wiseman in in the in the meetings i've attended that have gotten a little heated uh with the council and the commissioners having arguments brad wiseman has been at the forefront of those arguments so i think he is yes i'm just i think he is wanting to be in the i think they want a member of the council on the commissioners if that Which makes is any not sense. A bad idea. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like he's on the council now and he wants to get up onto the commissioner so he can be in control mm-hmm. of the stuff that gets sent mm-hmm. down, um, which makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Has that ever uh, happened before, I wonder? Probably. I don't know for sure. Okay. I'm assuming so. Hmm. Um, okay. So there's that. Uh, and then the other county council seat is District 2, which is um, Palmyra area. Mm -hmm. And Ross We're Schultz. Lucky to... Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you're, you're, you're ahead of me. We do have a Democrat running in the general. Sarah Blessing, yes. our dear, dear friend is running in that race uh, so she's not a factor until november um but we are very grateful to her for so who's up. she possibly going to be against then so uh, ross schultz is the you know he's a county councilman now and he's being challenged by someone named joe kellum joe kellum which who i don't know very well i mean i don't know him either yeah, i don't, I don't know, know anything name. about joe kellum um but again he had a Nice answer in the Democrat, same questions. Um, pretty, you know, nondescript answer of why he's running. Just same conservative, you know, just same conservative world talking peace. points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, world peace. Mostly about, you know, being fiscally conservative and loving our police. I mean, oh, that's, oh, that's the, what I mean by conservative talking points. Right, right. Law and order. And, um, mm -hmm. Did they yeah. correct Sarah Blessinger? Sarah no, they didn't. And that's really frustrating. They, they said her name was Sarah Blessinger and the uh, Democrat, and it's not. So, okay. No. All right. uh, already trying to butcher a Democrat. <laughs> I know. Hey, they did. They had a nice write up about the gala. I will say that. That's great. And they took photos. Which uh, Sarah Blessing did an amazing job helping with that. She was basically that. So, thanks, responsible that was for awesome. that event. And she's- Shout out if she can organize hey, Chris. that. I mean, Chris. And her husband, Chris. Yes, the, we the love MC you, Chris. The DJ guy. He's yeah, wonderful music. with audiovisual equipment. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what'll happen there. Um, Joe Kellum, he says he's a business owner, holds strong family values. I wonder if they have anything uh, to do with the Kellum like embroidery and printing. I place. wondered that myself. It's K E L L U M, which I think that's how you spell uh, Kellum. Place. Yeah, so maybe uh, interesting. And I think that's it for our like hyper local Harrison County stuff. When then um, in District One, we just have Kyle Mix running unopposed at the moment. Unopposed, right? yep. And then Holly Kastetter and three will be unopposed. If we don't well, get somebody to step up out there, come on, Democrats, you can do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can't even step up because no one knows who I am here. Maybe they That's, do. Maybe I think <laughs> maybe they because do because of the blue dot. <laughs> I think they do know Elmer. But, but hey, that yeah. would be for November, not for me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and we can slate people in until July. So. Oh wow. Yeah, no, no, you got plenty of time. I got, I got plenty going on. I don't think I need to run for anything right now. Well, if, you know, that's what everyone always says. But listen, it really doesn't have to be that big a deal. You can put your name on the ballot and then do nothing and get the same amount of votes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I mean, we can talk a little awful. bit about I that. I shouldn't say that, but, and it's not true, but in some ways it is true. It, right it is. It's not even about, everything's about like your, your, already committed to it you don't even have to think about what's happening or, mm -hmm. or, or who you're voting for i mean you didn't do any lawn signs when you ran and you just did one big billboard yeah. and you know a lot of people were like talking about you and well and, that was you know, what i you know i sat in meetings and i said i'm gonna run and i'm not gonna do any lawn signs and everyone told me i was crazy and i didn't end up getting the most votes yeah which so is, yeah. 
you know, I think yeah. anything well, is possible. Cannon supported you in that position. He, he says did. he did not really have hope for improvement at this point in time. Yeah. So, right. Right. And that? I think that I think there's a difference in it, it. It's being realistic and and realizing where we are and then trying to work within that rather than pretending it's not happening. I don't think that helps just yeah. pretending it's a normal election. And if you just work harder and spend more money, you can have a better shot at winning. I just don't think that's true. And I think saying that that's the case is a lie. I just. Yeah. Um, you know, losing better. Is yeah. a pretty, pretty nice goal. It works for art. It works for musicians. They mm-hmm. may not play as well on one certain Chopin ballad in 1975, but they'll play it a lot better 10 years later. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. the way things go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, at the gala, I was talking to Sarah Blessing, and, and I think it's really important to not not let the, the other party run unopposed. I think that, even if you know you're, you're going to lose, I think, you know, step up and yeah. always go against somebody because otherwise, you know, you're kind of giving up already by just mm-hmm. letting them run on a post. I yeah. Think and, and I think crucial. anybody out there and mom and I have talked about this a ton, but you know, the people out there listening that, that are so worried about what's happened to Democrats in this County. If you're worried about that, the, you, the one thing you can do that will actually keep us alive is running. Yeah. Even, or even anything. If, so, yeah. so in 2018, not, these are like bigger races. We're talking about all of the Harrison or not Harrison, all of the t- township advisory boards are open. So that's a ton of things you could run for. Um, and they're tiny little positions. It, it's like four meetings a year total. If you hey, get up, they're not so tiny. No, they they're not tiny. They have power. They have they a have lot of power. power. But the time commitment, if you do get elected, is very, very low, like very little. So the stakes are low. Um, so, you know, a lot of people tell me, like, what happened? You know, Democrats, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's it, there is no larger like uh, structural Democrat par- Democratic Party. We are the Democrats in this county. And if we don't run, we will be gone. So um, just really. Just if you're, shout out. I'm going to talk more on the on the paywall half hour, but yeah. Preva Hodges, who mm-hmm. spoke to Gala, that was the gist of her speech, which mm-hmm. was do something. She had a beautiful story of her own personal growth, but mm-hmm. the job really means do something. Just, she said that three times. Yes. She's really. the mayor of Charlestown. She was elected in 2019 as a Democrat. Um, the person she beat was the mayor, Republican mayor for 16 years before that. So she, you know, she told her story and, you know, you could win, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, we're never going to even know if you don't run, you, don't run. Yeah, you exactly. have to run. Yeah. And I have to say that, uh, her speech was freaking amazing. It was like, really I, amazing. I was like, man, uh, she should run for president. <laughs> I know she's, she's awesome. She's, she's incredible. Just like a very, she, her, her, I don't know the way she presents yeah, I have more to say about that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna have to pay to listen yeah. to the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll put her. Um, we will put a link to her in the show notes. Yes, for I everybody. So. But um, she really is inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so there you go. Um, lo- and so that's local. Um, the the really interesting thing that's going on is this uh, race for state senate district forty seven. So this is our state Senate. Um, 
we talked about it a little bit a few episodes ago when I was wrong. I said Gary Byrne wasn't running again. Well, he's running. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I keep seeing signs. Actually, my neighbor across the street just put up a sign. <laughs> well, and, and I, I told I told Andrew we were talking about this yesterday. We're in a bit of a burn bubble here in Harrison County. Okay, because he's a local guy, um, but his opponent in the primary, Kevin Bainlin, is from Floyd County and knows a lot of people up there. And so I think that we are in a bit of a burn little bubble down here. So I'm not sure what what's going to happen there. I find it just shocking that someone who couldn't win a primary for Harrison County Council is uh, running for state Senate. And, and yeah. I guess Again, he maybe, can win. He's, maybe he's believing that you just got to run, see what happens. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Maybe he's a perfect example. Come on, Democrats. He's a perfect example of why you should just go for it, even if you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. And in this in this race, um, it's really funny because I don't know if you've seen the signs because Kevin Bainlin has a big billboard out by uh, the golf course. But but all of Burns signs say proven conservative and Bainlin signs say true conservative conservative. And so I, what's going on there? Like yeah, what's the subtext? Republican on there, I guess. Um, so there's no word Republican on these signs, but they do emphasize that they are the real deal. What's the mm-hmm. real deal? Is what I, I look at those signs. I go, well, what is that? So yeah. uh, let's well, go ahead, Elmer. It's, sorry, it's like the same thing with like, uh, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. Like, wh- who's blaming you? Like, I don't I never understood those signs. Like, I know what, what are you being blamed about? No, one they're cared. assuming that I'm unhappy with the way things what? are going. Whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's a lot of questions with those signs. Always. I have a theory about this true conservative proving conservative thing, though, because I think it's a it's so Republicans, going back to what we said at the beginning, they're having a, a schism where you've got the Trumpers and then the yes. and then the Republicans who are a little bit more buttoned up and don't like the crudeness of Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they voted for him and or maybe they didn't. You know, a lot of Republicans didn't because he's crude. Um, they don't. It's not just off, him. It's his entourage. It's entourage. <laughs> they don't like the yeah. image. They don't like Trumpism. Okay. Which is not getting any better at all. Getting right. Better. No, no. And so to me, I see Kevin, and I don't know this for sure, but just from the little research I've done, I, it's obvious that Kevin Bainlin is the non-Trumper in this mm, situation okay. and Byrne is the Trumper. So what is the non-Trumper say? The true? He's, the so true? I feel like they're both trying to kind of dog whistle to say I'm the, so, so Byrne is I'm the proven conservative. Like, I am really conservative. I've proven it. And Bainlin is like, no, I'm a true one from like before Trump. Oh, gotcha. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I feel that. like that's what they're trying to do there. Uh, so, okay. It's a sort of a kind of a 1984 just, double speak. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Yeah. One yeah, of them. Very, very much. All right. And who knows what'll happen there? I have no, you know. I have no idea. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. That's but this one. is what's playing out in the Republican Party all over because that's the problem with people like that, like this Kevin Bainland, is they can't win a primary. Like in the general, they would probably get tons of people to vote for him. You know, like I, 
just blow it, blow it out of the water, but they can't win a, a primary against a Trumper. In this location. In, yeah. in all the rural locations or in rural. almost anywhere with Republicans right now, the, the, the Trumper is always going to win right now. Hmm. I'm, I'm very curious what and this is something I probably should have looked up before we sat down, but like what rural areas are actually more Democrats? And I don't think only there only are there aren't any. Um, there aren't any that there's there, been studies of that. Yeah, yeah, years. no, there aren't Man, any mainly cities that are Democrats, right? It's a city yes. or if you have a college, that's yeah. it. If I it's mean, academic or an urban environment, it's Democrat. Yeah, there's one county in Michigan, but it had a um, it has a, a plant in it. And it's not a car manufacturer. It's some other kind of plant that is really heavily unionized. And, oh, and, okay. and they went blue. But wow. that's wow. the only one. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that's why I think that Democrats need to quit um, be- beating themselves up. Like, this is clearly something that's way out of our control. And it's, it's something way bigger than us. And we just need to quit thinking it's our fault. You know, on the micro level, like in the counties. All right. And so that brings us to the federal level uh, for the House of Representatives in District 9 here. And we have nine Republicans running for this seat. Wow. Wow. Why do they want this seat so desperately? I'm not sure. It's that same concept, I think, that the Trumpers versus the 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 true Republicans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So so we have an idea of who the true conservatives are. Well, well, so we have. <laughs> Let's get it. We're going to start coining that term. The truest. Like, Which one is the, the true? true More Republicans true. versus the Trumpers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, Tennessee Trey is, as everyone likes to call him, uh, he said he wasn't going to run again. And so that opened up the field, and we have nine people. Um, but from what I can tell, it seems to be just two people, or, you know, is the main mm-hmm. race, and that's Mike Sodrell forever evergreen friend i was right. reading i you know i've always heard his name yes I so he know. he's been a congressman for one term he, this is his sixth run for congress so he's lost five times and or four times one once and then now he's running again hmm. um he owns a trucking company mm-hmm. Okay. um i you, mom you might know more about him than i do Oh, heavens no. I oh, okay. He's I mean, just I've just always heard his name. name. He's just always, always running. Always people seem mildly disgusted with him back in yeah. the day. So oh, wow. I just kind of wasn't into it then, as mm-hmm. I guiltily say. So I don't know much about him. Yeah. Is the party behind him? I have no clue. So he's running and then Aaron Houchin's running. So Aaron mm-hmm. Houchin was the state senator in District 47 left to run for this so it's the exact same thing that happened with brad wiseman and the county council seat she's moving up so she's moving to um you know house of representatives at the federal level from state senate okay um which is kind of how you know it goes house of representatives in your state senate state senate and then house of representatives in the federal maybe then to federal senator so that's kind of the, be thrown in there, but not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so she's wanting to jump over to the federal side and um, seems pretty gung ho to, you know, go full on because she left her uh, position, you know, in the state Senate. 
Uh, but then Mike Sodrell announced that he's getting in and Ooh. I mean, that kind of put a wet blanket on that. So I honestly don't know. Right. Um, hmm. I've, I've heard people say that this is when things get interesting is when you have this many people, because like we said before, it's not a lot of people that vote in primaries. Like we're not talking about the general here. This is not a large number of people. Um, I mean, I ran reports of who voted in the Democratic primary in 2020 that were under 40, and it was like 35 people. Well, wow. okay. Uh, okay, in Harrison County. Like, this is not a lot of people. So, you know, I, they could all split their votes and someone out, out of left field could get it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I think that has happened in a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where the Marjorie Taylor Greens or exactly. Josh Hawley's come in who are completely inept and shouldn't and so be <laughs> I haven't done my research on all nine of these people, but I'm sure there's one of those in there. Wow. There's got to be. Yeah. So, yeah, so what you're saying is that Sarah Blessing might have a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Erin Houchin seems pretty, pretty, she really wants it, I think. Um. She's well, what's Mike Sodrell playing at if he runs and loses and the party's okay with that? They don't I think he sees him. it as yeah, I, I think he sees it now as he can't lose because he's lost in the general to Democrats before. So yes. I think now he, it's a whole new, you know. He's like, was if he I win the abor- primary, I'm guaranteed to win. Was he an abortion? Um he was a right to life was he involved in that back in his runs it seems like oh, i think so i mean i, yeah. I would assume so i think yeah. that was his big issue for yeah. some reason it sticks in my mind i could be wrong about that but yeah i can i can look it up here real he quick. may have another thing going now since that seems to be mm-hmm. rolling <laughs> yeah um he's the author of a of a ebook called citizen sheep government shepherds Ooh, i like that analogy citizen sheep government shepherds all right so he's a shepherd uh, yeah hiding us as sheep possibly possibly okay hmm. well any cool. questions on anything we cover oh we do have some um a democratic race in the ninth district we we do need to talk about that we have multiple democrats running for this seat on the Democrat side, we have right. our friend Matt Fife, who was on the podcast, um, as well as Isak Azare, mm-hmm. um, both from Bloomington, and then also Liam Donis. Doris? Uh, Doris. Doris. Yeah. And I am not as familiar with him. I have not met him. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Is he Bloomington too? All Bloomington? Um, let me check real quick. That would go with our <coughs> academic. No, he's from Evansville. Evansville, mm-hmm. urban. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, you know, I have reached out to him as the party. I just haven't heard back, so I just want to make sure that's clear for the listeners. Because okay. um, we don't we don't endorse any particular candidate as a party before yeah. the primary. But there are about nine people running for just District Nine in the Re- Republican side. Yes. Alone. Yes. So, and then we have three Democrats. Yes. Um, a lot of people a lot of people so you know chances are in the in the fall it's 
you know, I'm a, I don't know. I really don't know if Aaron Houchin or Mike Sadra will, I have no clue. And so there's seven others, but they aren't a fact. I mean, I, they could be, okay. but if I was predicting it, I would say it's going to be one of them, Mike okay. Sadrill or Aaron Houchin. Okay. But yeah, so, you know, um, we, we really do want to encourage you listening out there to vote in the primary. It's very important because it tells us how many Democrats we have and how many engaged, you know, Democrats we have. Um, and of course, if you're a Republican listening to this, you need to vote as well because it, it's going to help the Republicans with their data as well. It's really important. Well, you know, now looking through this whole list, uh, there's there's a lot of well, not for district one, but like the districts, there, there's more and more Democrats on the uh, on this ballot. That's good for you as which which is interesting to see that there's mm-hmm. more and more every time. Yeah, I think I do think it's getting better. Um, my yep. sister in law asked me that this morning. In a, uh, we were at an egg hunt and uh, she said, do you think things are getting better? And I said, I do. I do too. I do. Yeah. I, I I think they're getting better as far as um, the morale, at least here in mm-hmm. Harrison County. I think the morale amongst Democrats is a little bit better than it was a couple years ago. I would agree with that. Yeah, they're and not so, as timid. I they're think. not as timid. I think they're more willing to to. You know, we've seen that with the guests we've been able to get on the yeah. show. You know, yeah. that they, they, they're willing to come on the show, um, which I think is great. And, you know, not not necessarily everyone we have on the show is a Democrat. And that to me is really positive that people that may not be Democrats are willing to come on our show. That's a huge. Yeah, positive. I mean, I think, yeah, it's a, I think community is a big factor. And in, in I think moving forward, yeah. like. I think people need to represent the people. I think that's kind of the problem that we're just representing a party. Mm-hmm. And even if you're Republican, like you're, you have your own agenda. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess everybody has an agenda, but yeah, it's just a party agenda, not a, a, a like a community mm-hmm. or the people's agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no problem with, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind at all to ask Scott for how he feels about the splits that are sort of maybe below the surface here in the Republican mm-hmm. Party. He has a good take on things. I wouldn't mind his thoughts on that. I actually, I don't mind talking to him. No, no. I, I don't I, I see him as an enemy. I no. know a lot of people think we should see him as an enemy. I don't. No. I just don't feel that way about him. I think he'd have something to say there, and I'd mm-hmm. love to hear it. I would you love know. to know. I mean, I would love to actually have a decent conversation with him about, about the Republican Party. About the Republican Party and what do you think of it? And do you think the direction of it is where you want to go? You know, rather than just assuming that he's super happy with everything because he has a lot of people in power, um, you know, ask him, like, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do want to give out the information. You can vote now if you want to vote early uh, at the Harrison County Clerk's Office at the courthouse in downtown Corydon, um, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Saturday, April 23rd and the 30th from 8 to 3, and Thursdays, April 21st and 28th from 9 to 7. Is that posted on the Democrat or was that where you got uh, That was in the Democrat, but we'll put it on our website as well and in the show notes. Um, 
And if you're, I'm trying to think of when this is going to come out, it'll come out in plenty of time. If you want to work the polls, uh, you need to get in touch with, you could get in touch with me, um, you know, at, at our uh, email at blue.harrisoncounty uh, at gmail.com because we need people to work the polls, Republicans and Democrats. We, we just need people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, we have 45 precincts in Harrison County and you need two people at every precinct um, of each party, hopefully. Uh, okay. So it's a lot of people and you get paid. It's a long day, but it's, it's really, it's really important if you're able to do it. I'm going to do that for the first time. I'm signed so am up. I. I've never worked the polls before and I'm yeah. doing it this year Yeah, with you. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> we are in the same meal. precinct. They, I think they provide food. They provide food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe Jim and Margaret are at our uh-huh. station as well. Yeah, so. I was um, motivated to do that by Treva Hodges, her speech. I thought, okay, I'll work the polls. Very <laughs> good. And that's what we're about to discuss on our special <laughs> episode. Yeah. Very good. All right. all right. Well, that's all I have for today. Yeah, guys. Thank um, you for all the wanna, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. See if you guys want to uh, listen to the that conversation, uh, go ahead and become a member. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we'd love to have you as a member mm-hmm. and you'll get some free merch and uh, you get to listen to us talk for another half hour. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Blue Dot Podcast. This show is not possible without your support. If you would like more information on becoming a member, head over to blue.hc.com slash membership. Also, we want to hear from you. So if you feel like uh, shooting us an email uh, with your ideas, concerns, and other feedback, uh, email at blue.harrisoncounty at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at blue.harrisoncounty or leave us a voicemail at 502-653-9157. As always... We want to thank all our guests for joining us. And again, this project is not possible without your support. So thank you.